Hey, everybody. You know, Mark and I have over 20 years of experience as therapists and as addicts in long-term successful recovery. We know better than anyone what works and what doesn't to break out of porn and sex addiction, heal betrayal trauma, and reclaim your relationship. And we've poured all of our personal and professional recovery and healing experience into a first-of-its-kind program for addicts, spouses, and couples. We call it Dare to Connect. At least four times every week, we engage with you in real time, in the trenches, giving you the knowledge and the tools to take back your life and relationship. Whatever else you've done on your journey for healing and recovery, you've never done anything like this. You know, Mark and I, we've made all the mistakes, so you don't have to. Don't reinvent the wheel. We all know tomorrow never comes. Look, don't wait one more day to change. Claim your free two-week trial today at daretoconnectnow.com. Hey everybody, I'm Steve Moore. And I'm Mark Castleman. We know the pain and heartbreak of porn and sex addiction. And we know the triumph of breaking completely free. Every day, we help our clients find hope and healing. Join us in the fight to take back your life, your marriage, and be stronger than ever. This is the PBSC Squared Podcast. Hey, everybody. Mark and Steve on the PBSE podcast. It is summertime. Yes, it is. And oh my gosh, navigating summertime and sex addiction, navigating summertime and betrayal trauma. Mm-hmm. There is, I love summer. And in some ways, as a therapist, I'm like, oh my, oh, we're going into summer. Oh no. <laughs> right. It's so true. <laughs> because you would think. Yeah, clients get to go on vacation. They get to renew and recharge and and reconnect with each other out of the chaos of life. It's going to be fantastic. It's a therapeutic dream come true. Uh, no, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so we thought it would be good today to talk about navigating summertime and all of the all of the challenges and opportunities that it brings. But there's some there's some raw realities. Yeah, there are. If you take a look at, you know, we're in the U.S., but I know this is the case all over the world. <clears throat> as I talk to clients in different parts of the world, we we would all have to admit um, there's more skin everywhere than probably ever before. Oh yeah, just I'd, with regard to the culture and the sexualized, you know, culture and in what is what is quote the norm. And mm-hmm. boy, in the summertime, it's just. <laughs> What, what could we say, Steve? People just people take off their clothes. I, I I'm not trying to be insensitive, but oh, oh my heck, it's like yeah, wow. Oh yeah, no, there's just it's just it, it's true. Just in general, there's just more skin everywhere. Yeah, you know, it it's hot. People are people are trending that way. World trends and fashion and things are you know increasing that as well. I mean, so it's it is. It's just a more difficult time from a. From a standpoint for, and this is important to mention because what we're going to talk about today is not just the, what you might think of are the typical difficulties, right? Between, behind summer. Because oftentimes, 
you know, this is a fairly obvious concept on the surface. It's like, well, for addicts, of course, it's going to be harder because of the skin and whatever else. But there are a lot of mental games behind summertime and men- and mentalities and other things at play that really can create a problem for guys during during the summer months. And, and consequently to a degree, but also independently of for spouses, right? Spouses can have a really difficult time. Uh, during this time as well. And so we're going to break that down real quick. Some of these things you're probably aware of. Many of these are things you may not be. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to talk about how to kind of work on these because it is, this is a really, it's, you know, it's frustrating. Be, I, I mean, I remember this as both an addict and like you says, the therapist, it's like, oh man, it's summertime. Oh, crap. <laughs> it's summertime. You know, I, I remember as an addict, especially the part, the small part of my brain that wanted to still be, you know, wanted to be free of this thing. I remember that small part of my brain feeling the same way. It was just almost this dread, you know? It's just like, oh my gosh, like summer, summer is just the worst. Total. That was such the case for me. I dreaded summertime. Yeah. Like, my oh, addict loved it, you know? Of it was course. totally thrilled, but yeah. like, I was just like, no. I, remember, I remember in my early college days, you know, before I got into healthy recovery, when I was married to my wife, walking around college campus, it was just like, this is. Yep miserable college in the summertime you know or oh the family's going to the beach or we're going to the swimming pool or it's like oh my gosh right yeah recovery it's like and there were times where i would just make an excuse to stay home well and that's an important part to mention right is that we i think both addicts and spouses very much in some ways this the summer can be triggered because you do you feel robbed of what should be a time to kind of recharge and you know be able to relax and whatever and a lot of a lot of addicts and spouses find that this time of the year is is one of the most fearful for them. Absolutely, you know. And there's a lot, you know. There's a lot going on behind that. Yes, it's obviously the you know the ex, the the body exposure and all that stuff that's going on as triggers, which is very legitimate for both the addicts and partners. But there's also a, a mentality of summertime, right? It's it's you know the the old rock song, "School's out for summer," right? No more structure, <laughs> no more teachers, no more rules, right? And so it's this kind of this free for all that we go into. Yes, and we were in our adult brain remembers what that was like as kids and teens and, and young adults. Less structure, recreation oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, let your hair down. Yeah, let it all hang out. <laughs> Literally, right? Totally. And it's this. And I also find a lot of times with with I remember for me and still, and with clients, it's it's kind of this entitlement uh, feeling comes on you. I've worked hard all all know, year. winter and spring all year. Yes, it, it, I I deserve to relax. Yeah, it's time to just relax. And <clears throat> the problem is, is if I'm not careful on vacations, it's a vacation from everything. Yes, a vacation from self care, a vacation from spiritual connection, a vacation from emotional check ins with my spouse. I'm on vacation mm-hmm. from everything, and so it's it's really it's really difficult. And so that whole mentality comes into summertime. Well, and I think something to, it's important to recognize too is 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 uh, currently I think this year this is especially problematic. Um, we have got uh, you know we all just came out of coronavirus here in the states and worldwide right over the last eighteen months or twenty one months or whatever it's been right where just the last couple of months things have been better and and I know that I'm working with a lot of clients who have determined this but also you're hearing a lot about it just in world trends in the news in terms of what's being spent on what right now economically. 
people very much are feeling and 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 then largely rightfully so right very much kind of cheated out of last year yes you know there wasn't that usual chance to do the annual kind of renew and let's take vacations and do fun things and you know for for the better part of two years the planet essentially has been kind of in you know seclusion and isolation and you know, we've been disconnected from one another and travel's been significantly cut and reduced and people have been feeling unsafe. You know, emotionally, it's taken a huge toll on people. And so I'm seeing that this year, this is more amplified than any time in my career, like hands mm. down. Yeah, the pressure sure. to get out and do big, grand things and to, I don't know, if letting your hair down was the mentality before, it's almost like letting your hair down, dyeing <laughs> it blue and changing your name like it's just right it's you like know, it's, yeah. it's kind of doubling down it, yeah it's like the whole world's going into mardi gras right it's like totally wow mardi gras mardi gras year yeah let it rip <laughs> well on the other side you know for for uh, a lot of partners listening you know um we have we have moms who listen to this podcast in pretty big numbers now all of a sudden your kids are home all the time Mm-hmm. And so it's really easy for partners for, you know, for self-care to go down, for stress levels to go up. You know, kids are out of school. And while, it, while it's cool and in, in some ways, you know, exciting and that, it also brings a lot of challenges. Yes. And so that, that piles on to this whole thing. And, and then we get into the place of increased triggers yeah. for both the addicts in recovery and, and for partners who are healing from betrayal trauma. Yes. So, boy, if you talk about a time of the year where comparison suddenly, you know, breaks its way onto the stage of your mind and your environment, yeah, comparing, right? Body image issues, um, and boy, oh, I just have so many, so many women that I work with that my heart goes out to because of this time of year where they're just, <clears throat> they just feel so vulnerable and triggered. Their betrayal trauma just gets, just gets hit on hard. And then they find themselves, you know, always with the, the, uh, what do we call it? I was going to call it a temptation, but it's more the urge to be hypervigilant, right? Sure. I got to, I, I have to look at the environment and see what's going on, if it's safe and what it, how it's affecting me. And I got to watch where he's watching. Yeah. In this time of year. Oh my gosh. It's everywhere. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm on high alert all the time now. Yep. And when, you, and when you factor that in with all this other stuff going on, right, we've got this increased stress with everything from kids to finances to all that stuff to just the fact that it's a huge change in structure and routine. Um, and, and, you know, we've talked on this podcast before about there's a big difference between self-care and fun. Yes. And this time of year, too often fun trumps self-care from a well-intentioned place. That's what we allow to happen. I mean, I've just, just this week, I have had multiple clients say something almost word for word along the lines of, you know, self-care up, up until the last week has been really good. Or it's been good the last couple of weeks, Steve, when we were, when, you know, when we were in Tahiti the week before it was kind of rough, you know, and then, you know, big surprise that increases triggers has been increasing relapses, you know, all of those kinds of things. And so, yeah, we've got this, we've just kind of got this grand setup going in yep. a lot of ways to make this time of year really difficult. And so that's, that's you know, we, we mentioned all those things, first of all, to, to be aware and as kind of a checklist for all of you addicts and spouses listening today, um, because this time of year is just, it can be really hard. And yep. one of the many things that we, we like to help clients with, and, and hopefully you can take something helpful from this today, 
are are some ways in which you can kind of take the dynamics of summer. Um, and instead of it being a, a fear-based time or a time where we're starting to avoid or whatever, where we can, where we can take this and, and kind of turn it on its head to where summer can get back to being for spouses going or, or through couples going through the recovery process back to what, what it maybe was before, or maybe, maybe what it should be all along. Yep. Um, and that's, and that's where we're going to kind of go. So let's, uh, let's flip over to the solution then. Yeah. Talk about you know, we, so one of the this. one of the biggest, the most simple, but not the most easy, because again, it's vacation or summer, so mindfulness goes out the window, right? What's mindfulness? Yeah. I don't care, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a time to really start to to step back. We talk about being a watcher or an observer of your thoughts, of what's going on around you. And so mindfulness is a, is a really important component here. Do I have the ability to go into a place of self-analysis? Yeah. What are my vulnerabilities? Mm-hmm. Right? We're, we're, we're going to go to the public pool. Well, the, what's that going to be like? What am I going to face there? What are my old tendencies? <clears throat> totally. Talking about it as, as a coupleship. Hey, we're going to the pool. Well, what's that going to be like for you? Well, for the addict and the spouse. Of course, right? yeah, both. Sitting down and, and having a discussion about these things. Because I mean, and this is probably one of the biggest barriers that I see with, with couples, and this is year round, right? What I'm going to say next is we're all conditioned as people to own our weaknesses less, right? <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody likes to lead with their weaknesses. It's not like most people's default. And it's hard and scary in a lot of ways to, to communicate to a spouse, hey, I can see myself doing really well in X, Y, and Z situations, but A, B, and C might be problematic. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, so that right out the gate, I think is a huge barrier that we all need to be checking ourselves more. So on is, is, am I taking the time to recognize that stuff and really express it to my partner? Because remember all of us, even us adults, you know, we've been hardwired as kids ever since the time we were kids to this is kind of checkout time. Uh, Mark and I talk about this on the podcast often where, Biggest mistake people make when they go on vacation is they take a vacation from recovery too. Yes. Right. It's a recovery. It's a vacation from everything. Everything. You know, and, right. and then it ends up being that grand setup. And one of the things I, and this might sound funny to people, but I'm going to tell you, it is so critical is we, we have to come up with a vacation plan. We do. And I don't just mean where you're going to go for dinner and, you know, what, what, uh, you know, places you're going to visit. And it's, it's not your itinerary. It's the vacation plan about how I am going to stay in a healthy place. How are we going to remain connected? Right. How are we going to navigate through this landmine that we're facing? Mm -hmm. And so you literally, I had a couple, (laughs) a couple of while back and they've just been through really hard stuff. Um, there, there have been multiple disclosures because he didn't disclose everything and they were many months apart. So she was re-traumatized over and over after big periods of time. They're just getting back on track. <clears throat> Things are going pretty well. He's solid in recovery. She's healing. Now they announced to me <laughs> that they've saved up for years and they're going on this 10-day trip to an exotic island. I'm like, mm. oh no, <laughs> we've worked so hard. <laughs> now. And so literally what I did is I got them together as a couple and the three of us, we worked on their vacation plan, his sobriety plan, her healing plan, their connection plan. And we talked raw and real. Here's what we're going to, you're going to face. 
Here's what it's going to look like. We even did some role-playing and walking through the scenarios. I didn't pull any punches. Let's be totally raw about what this is going to be like mm-hmm. so that you can be prepared. And how are you going to handle that? And so they had the plan. I, he wrote it up. He, she knew exactly what it was. And while they were on that vacation, I'm just so proud of them. They worked that plan. Yeah. They really worked it. Now, was it free of incident and any kind of challenges or struggles? No, they, there were difficulties. There were. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, they were in the, they were in it, man. The rawness yeah. of that environment, but they, they used their tools. They, they stayed connected to each other and they actually came back and both said, we really had a fun time. Oh, that's great to hear. Yeah. Yeah. These things can be, you know, as with, as with many things in recovery guys, when we come up against barriers, they can either pull us apart. They will always either do one of two things, right? They'll either pull us apart or they will bring us closer together. Yes. Really just depending on how we navigate them. Recovery is always in a state of motion. It never just hangs out. Don't let your brain convince yourself of that. You know, many of, I know that many of us kind of carry that mentality. I know Mark and I did as addicts of, you know, it's like, oh, I can set that aside for the week and, you know, we'll come back to it or I can do this. Don't blind yourself to the fact that if you take a break from recovery, it does come with consequences. Mm -hmm. And they will bleed out in all sorts of unique ways, right? For addicts, that's that could come in the form of relapse, emotional reactivity, all the stuff that we talk about on here all the time. For spouses, that can also show up in the in the form of codependence, right? Hypervigilance. I, and I shouldn't say codependence manifested as in like true codependence. I'm talking about trauma-based codependence. Um, but you know, hypervigilance, um, you know, all sorts of other things on their end. And and it can just be hugely problematic in a lot of ways. Um, take the yeah. opportunity to make this time a, a positive building time. This year can be the year where we can turn this old way of doing summer, right? As a couple, as an individual on its head and, and really transform this into something that can be connecting and safety building and, and beneficial and truly recharging the way I think we're all looking for it to be. So some simple, some simple to do's simple assignment for all of you. Um, just, during the summertime, you need to increase your check-ins, your emotional yeah. check-ins, checking in with each other, especially during triggering times or events or things going on. Don't let those pull you apart and send you into isolation. Have them bring you together. The more yeah. the intensity of those triggers increases, the more the intensity of your checking in with each other needs to increase. Mm-hmm. You need to match those up. And the other part is make sure in the summer that you, that you make time for all of the self-care that we talk about continually as, a, mm-hmm. as an addict in recovery and a, and a partner in, in healing, stay consistent with that summertime self-care. So yes. staying connected, taking care of self, having a plan, right? Not allowing yourselves to be blindsided, using your tools. Make this the summer of connection. Make this mm-hmm. the summer that we, we, we bound together and we, we did it. We did it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, between that, guys, and, and staying connected and staying transparent, staying open, you, you really can navigate this and have a positive time. Um, we, we care about you. We want you guys to have a great, safe summer and, and for this to be a sober summer for you. For some of you, it might be the first time. And uh, that's a huge victory if we can pull that off. And so... Uh, let's do everything that we can to to make that happen. And as always, if you guys have questions or things that we can address either t- about what we've talked about today uh, specifically or other thing, all, any and all things related to sex addiction, 
the two therapists and sex addicts here on this on this program in long-term recovery are happy to answer them. Uh, feel free to send those to us at pbsepodcast.com. Everything expressed on the PBSE podcast are the opinions of the hosts and the participants and is for informational and educational purposes only. This podcast should not be considered mental health therapy or as a substitute thereof. It is strongly recommended that you seek out the clinical guidance of an individual qualified mental health professional. If you're experiencing thoughts of suicide, self-harm, or a desire to harm others, please dial 911 or go to your nearest emergency room.